You're listening to Death of the Reader. It's review season, and welcome to our first honorable mention for 2022. I'll say it once so we don't have to say it again. Our honorable mentions are simply a personal selection from our most recommended new novels that didn't get the full three-week competitive sport feature on your Murder Mystery World Tour. They are not ranked against the rest of the list. There is every chance they'd rank higher on the list than their present numero-geographic positions, but that would be to complicate things more than we already unnecessarily do each review season. So, with the housekeeping I convinced myself is necessary out of the way, it's now time to talk about when we fall. They may thwart our escape by land or sea, but the sky is surely open to us. We will go that way. Under an oppressive sky, take the middle way, lest the moisture weigh down your wings or the sun scorch them. Summoning the art of Dutch masters, ancient poets, and present-day foibles, When We Fall is an elegantly modern small-town mystery painted in secrets where the brush strokes reward you for tracing them. Alex Tillerson has returned to her small hometown of Merritt to help her mother, Denny, deal with her recent dementia diagnosis. Alex wants to get Denny into care and sell the house, but her mother's lifelong, headstrong, verging confidence is proving obstinate. One granite-skied day's walk out on the beach uncovers a severed limb, a sneakered foot with the tattoo of a curled black feather on its ankle. The local cops, led by the appropriately named King Kelly, shows suspicious disinterest, as is often the way in small-town noir. The case echoes, or perhaps continues, the dramatic disappearance of an environmentalist in the town years ago. That environmentalist, Bella Greggs, had been found drowned in a freshwater creek with salt water in her lungs. The foot belongs to a local art teacher and kayaker named Maxine McFarlane, whose body was found in the ocean with empty lungs. Both were adorned with the iconography of black feathers, and both times that iconography was severed from the corpse. Urbanity nips at Merritt's heels, with big money developers ravenous for untamed land, and a big city detective in town who is perhaps working too closely with the local cops. Alex, too, is taking a restless break from a dwindling big city legal career and a failed marriage. Alex finds her hometown dripping with questions about her own life, her unknown father, her mother's upbringing, and the threat that they will all disappear as Denny's dementia worsens. Alex's search for answers and her appetite for justice reveal that in a small town like Merritt, it's not just proximity that ties people together. The canvas Aoife Clifford adorns with Alex's story is tightly woven, blending allegories, philosophies, and histories together through deceptively simple devices. The novel is named for an exhibition at the local museum that speaks to one great fall in our history. You might be forgiven, at first, for assuming it's a quiet metafictional nod to the book's being a book, but if you read on, it might end up speaking substantially more. The two lead victims, Maxine and Bella, art teacher and student respectively, lend us another avenue into the local arts community. Maxine was working on an exhibition at the local gallery shortly before her death that could hold the key to unraveling both crimes, but both artistic and detectivistic pieces are missing. Maxine's specialty was Dutch Golden Age art, and early you find out she was often contracted to create stunning replicas. 
my 18 year old self, who had until this point been at the back of my mind quietly mulling over the iconography of the murders between research on an essay about Dutch art, grew ecstatic. Here was a mystery that not only echoed the fascination I'd once poured two years of my pre-academic life into, but was using it to orient the game my present self loves to play. Could it be? that more secrets would be buried away in the briskly detailed descriptions of the paintings in the book? When We Fall rewards you for trying to solve its mystery by being such an incredibly honest novel that reveals the black-feathered breadcrumb trail just as you've had enough time to ponder over its clues. It confidently uses that same trail to get you thinking about how its characters got to where they are without making them feel like pieces on a game board. Best of all, by my score, a reread of this book soaks in all the quiet clues, the parallel mirrors and rhyming crimes. When We Fall is one of those books that leaves you wishing to open up about the spoilers, gush about the intricacies, and something about its conclusions. If I hadn't been on ABC RN's The Bookshelf for the novel, it probably would have been shoehorned onto your Murder Mystery World Tour this year. Maybe we will, sometime. When We Fall provides a story both straight and twisty, both concise and soaked in atmosphere, both challenging and accessible. Its characters feel incredibly authentic, but also incredibly authentic, striding across the literary stage larger than life, but just the right size. It's not the sort of story that leaves you spending months unpicking layered complex ambiguities after reading it, but it is the sort of story that will leave you appreciating the tiny details that lend to the realism and meaning of the novel. It's a bit like the Dutch masters in that way. Turn the book over in your mind and you'll find that branch was a portent of death. When We Fall by Aoife Clifford earns my honourable recommendation for Death of the Reader's 2022 review season. The book is out with Ultimo Press, and thank you to both Ultimo Press and ABC Radio National for providing copies. If you're curious to find out more about the book, both the ABC RN episode and my interview with Aoife Clifford on Death of the Reader will be linked on the podcast. Get subscribed to Death of the Reader's podcast on your platform of choice so you don't miss all the other book love from review season, and let us know at Flex and Herds about your favorite reads of the year. You're listening to 2SER 107.3.